and welcome to the Big Apple School podcast, the weekly English show where we speak about everything under the sun. The major goal of the show is to help you improve your English and, of course, learn something new. My name is Katja, I'm your host, and today with me is Ken from the Philippines and Inga from Armenia. Guys, this <laughs> is the most special episode that we've ever had. Well, except for the first one, maybe. Why? Because this is our hundredth episode. Can you imagine? Hooray! <laughs> so, and we are, you know, we are very excited about it. We can't, you know, hide our emotions and our excitement. But you know what? You can make us even happier. How? Well, you can celebrate it together with us by subscribing to our pages on Apple, Yandex, SoundCloud, Google, VK, anywhere. And let us know what you think about our show. Tell us how long have you been with us? How many episodes do you think you've listened to? Rate and review our podcast, give us stars, leave comments, ask questions, and feel free to send your ideas about our next episodes so that we become even better. The sky's the limit. Woohoo! <laughs> so, and you know what? I think, I think uh, it would be great to kind of, you know, um, go back. Exactly. You Stroll know, go, down the memory e lane. Exactly. And remember the previous episodes. And I think that Ken here is the veteran <laughs> of, sure. the, of the podcast because you have been there recording the very first episode. Right. <laughs> so what was it like? How did you feel? And what did you think about when you were recording the very first one? Well, uh, to start off, uh, let me say that first, um, it was an idea that um, initially came to the mind of Sam because mm -hmm. um, he was my partner in the very first episode of the podcast. And to be honest with you, um, when he brought it up to me, I was kind of hesitant because it, it's something that I hadn't done before. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, oh my God, podcast, how am I going to sound? And uh, I was kind of, you know, worried because to be honest with you, I'm a bit self-conscious. Like I wouldn't want to make um, a caricature of myself whenever I make <laughs> mistakes because, you know, as a teacher, I wouldn't want to put myself out there in a position where people could judge me mm -hmm. yeah, because I might mm -hmm. say something that may be this uh, disagreeable to other people. So when he brought it up to me, I thought, okay, are you sure that you want to uh, bear <laughs> up with me? Because maybe you would want other, you know, teachers. Mm -hmm. And he said, no, 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 I like you. So let's have this conversation. Please join me. And I said, um, okay, why not? So uh, the very first day, actually, uh, so before that, we thought about which topics to talk about. Mm -hmm. And then, so we decided to have... You know, the UK first to talk about the culture, mm -hmm. um, you know, the language, etc. About um, where he comes from. Yeah. The first two episodes followed by the third and fourth episode focusing on my country, the mm -hmm. Philippines. And um, actually, we did it um, on a couch, not like our setup today. Mm -hmm. So we've gone a long way because now we have a real, I would say, like studio. Studio, studio for yes. a podcast. Yeah. But back then we were just sitting on a couch recording um, on a phone with this on a small... phone. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh my God. Because I joined way later mm. when uh, recording on a couch has been replaced by recording in the little booth. Right. Booth. Well, cave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks so weird. Really. It's like, right. so what was it? It was like two, ca uh, two, two chairs. Right. And then we had these like styrofoam. Tiny plates. Yeah. Oh my exactly. God. Small oh microphone. Goodness. Can you believe it? But the very first one, at least the first few episodes, we were just sitting on a couch. And um, so there was this <clears throat> small microphone that we had to share. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> oh, you had one. So you kind of had to pass it. Well, <laughs> it, it's fixated on one place. And then eventually oh, we okay. had two like separate small microphones. Um, and I remember uh, while doing it, I was actually really nervous because of course th that was the very first time. And I thought, oh, my God, like, <laughs> OK, Let me here go. we go. Here we go. And then when he started, of course, um, initially in whatever activity we do, we feel nervous at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But as it, you know, as it goes by, eventually you get the hang of it. You feel mm -hmm. more comfortable. And then um, from then on, uh, I must say that I felt more and more confident. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, what else? Uh, we moved on from basically introducing ourselves and what the, this uh, podcast is all about to. Uh, talking about many different topics, we talked about music, animals, uh, our own exper- uh, experiences here in Russia. Actually, w- that was one of the uh, one of my most favorite episodes. Even though the quality of the sound was not that good, <laughs> let's be fair. But but I just loved hearing your stories about Mother Russia. You know, <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah, I think it was like the fifth or the sixth, like at the beginning. Right. Yeah. Oh god, that was so cool! And yeah, I think we should point out that the the name of the podcast is "What's the Crack?" Right? You know, um, okay. I just want to explain that because uh, when we were thinking about the uh, the name, so he so he was thinking of something else, and then I told him anyway because you're the one who brought this up. Why don't we just call it "What's the Crack?" Because basically, that's how you know they greet each other or ask each other. Um, in Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. and the crack is spelled as C R A I C. So mm-hmm. it's like, how are you, or what's happening? And then he said, "That's actually cool. So we can adopt." Oh, that. so it wasn't Sam who came no, up with the idea. No, it was, was my you. idea. <laughs> oh my! And he got all the credit. Look at him. <laughs> no, but then again, it's all right because he's like the the main host. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, it moved from. Uh, me being his uh, like partner uh, in the early stages to him having other, of course, mm-hmm, guests or, mm-hmm. or teachers. But it was it was just fun to do it, you know, with him from the very beginning, oh, <laughs> and yeah. to see how this one has grown because now we have our own studio, like yeah, like fancy. If if you microphone. if you if you listeners uh, follow us on Instagram, you might have seen this because we have posted uh, pictures from us recording on our Insta stories of us sitting with three professional mics, just so you understand. Right. You know, with the sound. <laughs> Uh, what is it like it's sound like yeah absorbing yeah, yeah. yeah uh, curtain so yeah and if you haven't seen this well follow us on instagram to see you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah i remember there have been so many guests some of them are no longer here with us at big apple school because they've moved back uh i remember reino Right. Uh, Mike. Ian, Mike. Right. Oh my God, there have been Brian. so maybe so many. Yeah, Brian. And you know what? It used to be um, just like foreign teachers, but then it um, moved on to having like a combination of uh, the native speaker, and then mm-hmm. you have the Russian teacher, and you also have uh, a podcast where basically you have the uh, uh, local teachers, the Russian mm-hmm. teachers, talking about you know many different things. So now it has expanded and it has be- absolutely become so bigger. It started as only native speakers. Then Sam had some guests, you know, who were uh, Russian speakers, and then actually I remember that as as an experiment we had. Uh, episodes with only Russian teachers in Russian. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, Inga, you recorded some of them, haven't you? Yes, surely. Which I ones were they? With Natasha, Natalia, uh, with Nina, with the teacher of uh, children, children's teacher in Big Apple School. So uh, we spoke in Russian, discussed teenager problems, mm-hmm. how to have classes, how to uh, help them to study English. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, we spoke about parents, uh, that parents shouldn't help their children because mm-hmm. children should come to school with their mistakes. So that's why we have to correct their mistakes, to see their mistakes, to correct mm-hmm. them. So it was really interesting and important topic, I guess. And it is really important for parents to listen to. Mm-hmm. I strongly recommend uh, parents of children to listen to these podcasts. So we uh, have a lot of podcasts, different podcasts, different topics about mm-hmm. traveling. Oh, anything about, basically. Yes, yeah. about different countries. I'd like to mention too about South Africa, uh, UK, the UK, mm-hmm. um, the USA, of course, Armenia, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. There were several episodes actually right. about food, about Armenia. Culture, and traditions. Yeah. Right. It was just, um, I was so excited to speak about my native country. Oh, I and, love that episode. Yeah. I had to Google oh, wow. a lot of things though. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, you know, names. But, but food, right? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Because I, I don't know much. Well, I didn't at that point know much of about <laughs> names. Like even though I could, you know, imagine what it looks like. But mm-hmm. yeah. And we had two special episodes with... Uh, it was, so these episodes were also in Russian with a special guest, Yulia Spirov from Seattle. And we got, again, these 
must have been my favorite episodes, really, to record because we discussed West Coast versus East Coast because I lived on the East Coast. I remember that. <laughs> oh, God. It was like East Coast better. And he was like West Coast better. And yeah, it was so much fun. And then the second one that we recorded together with her was about the difference um, between the US and Russia. So we talked about, you know, culture shock, dogs in the US, absolutely everything. So yeah. And what about you actually? What are your favorite episodes? What do you think? Uh, I guess about favorite music influence on our life and why we need it, actually. So about Cambridge exams, I guess it will help children, teenagers to... Yeah, that was a very useful yes, it one. Was, it was really useful. Mm-hmm. Um, about teenagers, of course, it was my topic to help them how to behave, how to... Help you just them. love teens, yes. let's wow. be like that. <laughs> I, I like the fact that he, uh, I mean, that she's a motherly figure and I can see that. Oh my um, God. The way she <laughs> Thank treats, you. you know, um, her students, so... Agree. Um, I really like working with them, really. That that shows, so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can mention as well social networks. We mm-hmm. are addicted to them or not, so what to do. Can um, you see the diversity of the episodes? God, I sometimes forget about how diverse uh, our topics are. Ken, what about your favorite episodes? You know, um, okay, I don't think um, there's anything in particular because um, usually... It's more about the topic that's, you know, uh, being discussed at mm-hmm. hand. But uh, if I have to mention one, um, the one that I had with Natalia, where we talked about social problems. Mm-hmm. I know it's a bit, you know, like depressing to talk about problems. But yeah, because you talked about <laughs> homelessness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Drug problems. <laughs> Alcoholism. Uh, but. For some reason, I kind of enjoyed it because, you know, I'm the type of person who wants to talk about life, mm-hmm. um, life that is, you know, more relatable to to people. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it, um, we live in this life and we encounter so many different problems. And mm-hmm. for me, um, it was a great venue to talk about these mm-hmm. things because I thought they were relevant. So mm-hmm. I would say that's one of my favorites. Although um, I can also say that uh, the earliest episodes with Sam. Yeah, I also enjoy them. Um, Not just for the topics that we have, you know, discussed, but because of our um, friendship, because he's really like um, Mm -hmm. like very, very close to me Mm -hmm. that we could just, uh, I don't know, for those of you who have been listening uh, to us from the very beginning, there were always laughs because, you know, he he, he loves (laughs) interrupting me. (laughs) And I also, you know, made fun of him. So, yeah, uh, the earliest episodes. Yeah, also. I remember in one of them, um, Sam was constantly interrupting you. You're like, just let me speak, will you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that. Yeah. But we're growing. Well, we're not saying, of course, that now we're not fun to listen to. I hope we are, still are. Yeah, so we should, you know, we should throw a party to celebrate our 100th episode. Party. <laughs> and yeah. Woo-hoo. Funny I should mention this because this is actually our topic for today. So parties and gifts. So and tell me, are you guys party animals? Have you ever been one? Well, um, allow me to say that um, in my younger days, <laughs> I talk as though I'm really old now, but no, um, if we talk about, uh, let's say, in my early 20s, it, well, it started when I was a teenager, like in my late teens to early 20s. Yeah. And mid 20s as well. Um, I would say that I used to be a party animal. And by party animal, of course, um, not just the, you know, I don't know what their um, what associations of, of uh, party is. But mm-hmm. for me, when you say like a party, it's not just limited to like the birthday party, you know, the mm-hmm, typical thing, mm-hmm. because you, you can be called a party animal if you like going to clubs or bars. Mm-hmm. And I must say that, um, <laughs> oh God, back, back <laughs> in those days, I was really a party animal. Um, and by that, I meant I loved attending huge events mm-hmm. Um and if we talk about, say, for example, um, uh, evening um, activities, uh, like going to bars or clubs, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of dancing, singing, even though, you know, <laughs> my voice is terrible. <laughs> but I remember you told us that you love karaoke, so. Absolutely. And, uh, <clears throat> well, I'm sorry to say this, but, you know, also a bit of drinking, maybe not a 
not just a bit, but a lot of it. Again, we remember the episode about drinking. So come on, everything has been said already. So basically, yeah, I can say that I was once a party animal, but nowadays, um, how will I put it? Maybe I, I have, um, I'm more tame now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, it, it's not because I'm getting old or maybe partly because of that. Um <clears throat> But maybe because I'm more serious about life. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a totally expected maybe uh, change in behavior when you are in your early 20s. Right. This is exactly the time to party, to do crazy stuff, you know. But once, you know, you get older, you kind of calm down. I think this is this is only natural. I just wanted to, you know, celebrate life because I was young, wild and free at the time. <laughs> it's not like I'm already, you know, tied down and, you know, I have a family. But for some reason, I'm just, maybe I've just matured. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right. And Inga, what about you? Oh, I don't know. Maybe unfortunately or fortunately, I'm not a party, any animal part because uh, i so I like having guests at my place. Mm-hmm. I like cooking. I like just um, treat my guests. But I don't like to go to the parties. But wait, actually, because uh, in my in my mind, if you have a gathering, so people come over, let's say you cook something, you maybe yes. play, you know, well, exactly. I don't know about you, but let's say sometimes board games. In my mind, it's still, you know, that can be considered as a party because you have gathering, you have people, you prepare for it. I'm really a sociable person. I like, I have a lot of friends. So we gather together, we buy some sweets, cakes, I don't Mm. know, a lot of tasty food, or maybe I cook something and invite my friends to my place. And, but I don't like going to the parties, to the clubs, to Mm -hmm. restaurants, I don't know, something like that. (laughs) And actually, that's why I'm not a party animal, Mm -hmm. I can say. So you like parties as long as it's quiet, uh, parties at home. Right. So right. at you home. Know, uh, uh, w- what I'm getting from her is that she's like the homey kind of party animal. Right. Like, yes, like yes, yes, yes. Way, if you know what homey I mean. Homey party. <laughs> yeah. It's rather more, I would say like... Um, gentle, more peaceful, not much of the craziness that, you know, yes, I yes, did when yes, I was yes. younger. Because I've when never it, been such one. Well, <laughs> which is also good because, you know, that means that you don't lose yourself because sometimes if we talk about like wild parties, mm-hmm. you okay. know, I'm sure our listeners uh, do understand that um, with some kind of alcohol, um, you could really go crazy because, you know, mm-hmm. with with, yeah. with the help of alcohol, you know, you become crazy. <laughs> you just do stupid, crazy things. Yeah. But the strange thing that just springs to my mind when I hear the word party, it's just loud music, a lot of people, yeah. champagne, the typical association, like exactly. an American stereotype. Exactly. American. I think this is this is exactly what, what it is, a stereotype. So right. we all have this picture of like, yes. yeah, wild dancing, right, yeah, nice lo- lots of alcohol and whatnot. So yeah, especially from all those American yeah. movies, that's true. So no. but it's not usually like that. Not always like that. Yeah. Katya, before we go there, I mean, discussing about the, you know, the stereotypes, but what about you? I mean, are you a party animal? I don't think I am. And, you know, when when I was at school, you know, and a lot of uh, school kids, well, when we were like 16, 17, maybe. Teenagers. Yeah. So they they really loved, you know, going to the club. I've never been a fan of clubs. Mm. So honestly, I think I've been to a club like five, six times in my life. That's it. Wow. So I'm not really a fan. Sometimes, but now, like not in my teenage years, surprising. My parents are lucky, actually. You know what? (laughs) So when I was a teen, I never wanted to go these crazy, uh, you know, crazy parties with lots of alcohol or whatever, or go to to a club or something. No, I was very quiet, sitting at home, reading my books, playing my computer games. So things like that. So, yeah. You know, uh, and just to be clear, it doesn't mean that you're missing out in life because, yeah, you know, come not. on, you know. No, it's your choice. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I became a party animal, it's because of the circle that I had back then. Yeah, we so, are very often influenced by the people true. that surround us. But I would say that I have only got to love not 
clubs per se, but dancing. When right. I when I moved to the US, there is a reason to, to, for that actually, because I remember once going to a club in in Novosibirsk, and I was enjoying myself. I was just dancing because I wanted to dance. That's what I wanted to do. And I was approached by a person who said, "Oh my God, you really don't know how to dance, do you?" I was wow. like. What? excuse you now but you know even though you try not to give a damn about it you you can't but do that so but then when i moved to the us i kind of realized that everyone's so supportive no one gives a damn about what you do so yeah and i just started to enjoy myself so that's why sometimes usually like once every four or five months uh sometimes more often my friend and i would just go to dance so to dance and also at the place that we go to, this air hockey, you know, this like, oh, right, right. <laughs> and I love that. So two things, you know, what's there not to love? Yeah. Air Absolutely. hockey and dancing. Absolutely right. Like it, yeah. <laughs> but not, yeah, but I can't say that I'm like a huge fan of that. So it's not like I'm going out every week. Mm-hmm. No. Nah. So even now, you don't go to the no. clubs? Well, now no one do, okay. nobody goes to the club, to clubs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> since last year, <laughs> since 2020, nobody does. Oh, but wow. yeah, I think I think sometimes I want to go dance, but that's it. Not, you know, have anything wild. <laughs> Nothing like that. But yeah, so what if we talk about these stereotypes, actually? So from movies and from whatever. So we picture it as, you know, something wild. So what... What do we picture? Like lots of people? You're right. Lots of people, a lot of music, yeah. champagne. I don't know why. Not vodka. <laughs> For some reason, yeah. I don't know. Right. Well, because it's American movies, <laughs> maybe, you know? Maybe. But swimming also- pool, big swimming pool. Right. And um, beautiful girls. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, oh, oh. Parents yeah, are away. Teenagers are, you know. Just- oh, my God. This is, this sounds like a crazy house party when you invite your friends over. And it's not just the variety of music, but oh, my God, loud music that it can be so, so um, disturbing even mm-hmm. to neighbors. Um, mm-hmm. Well, sadly, that's the effect uh, of it. And it can be really, uh, you know, inconvenient or uncomfortable mm-hmm. for your neighbors. But if we talk about crazy, you know, parties, that's how it normally goes. But I want to ask you, so we we can talk about actually four different countries right now. So what about Philippines, Armenia, Russia, and the US? So are parties like that common? And especially if we talk about teenagers, do they actually do that? Do they throw crazy parties while the parents are away? Well, um... <laughs> Actually, yes, because <laughs> I've been to such parties, um, mm-hmm. well, several times when I was a teenager. Um, however, we tried to make sure as much as possible whenever we were still okay, mm-hmm. by okay, mean uh, I mean sober, <laughs> to not make it too loud because, you know, y- you never know if, uh, you know, you've hit the jackpot and the neighbor yeah, comes we'll call the police. knocking on your door <laughs> and call the police. So we tried to you, you know, sort of like control ourselves. But then, yeah, it, it happened. And, you know, for the most part, I would say that uh, parties like that, especially with teenagers, yeah, with parents uh, being away. Yeah, uh, it happens. Uh, there's uh, loud music. There are games also. Um, lots of food. Um, and when it comes to the food, it's not just the host who invited, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the guests who prepared the food, but um, including the guests themselves mm-hmm. can also bring in some food. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, yeah, potluck, I think yeah, potluck, they, they call exactly. it. Yeah. yeah when, right. you, when you basically bring whatever you can to the pot, as, yeah, as they call it, usually mm-hmm. snacks. But, you know, mentioning the police, technically, if we think about it, What's the worst that the police can do in this situation? They're going to, you know, uh, 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 just, I think it's going to be, yeah, no more than a warning. Because usually nobody, you know, writes a fine or, you know, goes to jail for this. You know, yeah, I've never heard, at least from my experience or from what I've heard, like I've never heard of anyone who was arrested unless there's, you know, okay, because it's another thing. When somebody, for example, causes a serious crime and by crime, you know, like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, like stabbing, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if you, I do not know, are rude to the the, police officer, of course, you know, you can, you can get locked up for like a day or something. But yeah, other than that, it's usually a warning because everyone understands that's, that's teens. Exactly. So, yeah. 
What about Armenia? Oh, uh, we have parties, of course, uh, uh, family parties generally. So mm-hmm. we have there are a lot of people, actually, a lot of children, children, if it's a family party, of course. But of course, we go to the clubs, to the cafes, restaurants. So I can remember my 20th anniversary. We went with my friends, went to the cafe and dust up to 12 o'clock at midnight so Aww. it was amazing we didn't drink alcohol we just mm-hmm. had a lot of food on the table we had a big cake big cake wow. we had barbecue but we danced a lot i remember up to mm-hmm. now Aww. so it was amazing so it's not common for the teenagers then to throw you know these crazy parties no no that's good we don't do it. it's good we don't do it i think in russia it's not too common when you're a teenager but it can be common if you're a student and you rent an apartment And I think that this is exactly what is happening in my case with my neighbor. May she live long and peaceful <laughs> life. Um, Bless her. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Because she's, I think she's like around 21, 22. And if generally she's not, you know, loud and everything, but sometimes during the weekend, there is, you know, loud music. And once actually, so I woke up at 2 a.m. because there was loud music, loud conversations. Then I heard them going to the balcony. We have a shared balcony. Basically, everything that surrounds us is a wall. And they stepped outside to have a smoke apparently. So I went outside and I was like leaning and said, are you, am I allowed to swear? Am I allowed to swear? Because, you know, I feel like I should, but uh, restrictions. I was like, are you, are you out of your mind? It's 3 a.m. Get quieter. They're like, oh, sorry, sorry. And then they actually did become quieter. Not quite enough for me to fall back asleep, but still. And I've just realized that if that ever happens, I'm just going to call the cops because, God. Because she lives in a one-room apartment. So her only room is, you know, is my bedroom. So we share wow. the wall. So... Yeah, God, and they're so loud sometimes. Awful. Awful. But the thing is that you can't really call the cops if people are just shouting at each other because mm-hmm. what are you going to say? They're shouting at each other. The yeah. police is going to say, so what? So what? <sighs> right. So, yeah, and I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. I have realized that now I love, I kind of love parties, but not in a way of like, you know, gathering a lot of people, but this small, or, you know, like little gatherings with mm-hmm. friends, uh-huh. with snacks, Maybe, you know, baking something, a bottle of wine and board games. So something like That's that. It. So, right. yeah, not, you know, like crazy dancing, but more like, hey, let's play board games uh-huh. or watch some TV shows. And we just, you know, because I have several board games, so we just put them, you know, on the floor, sit on the floor with snacks around. So nothing. that sounds more wholesome and homey in a way. Yeah. Not the, you know, the wild party that, well... The, the wild parties that I used to engage in. <laughs> But I, while I was um, at college, I mean, teaching at college, and I remember mentioning it um, during our episode about alcohol. So I saw these wild parties because college actually helped organize some of them. So there was like an open party on a kind of a like not a field but we have this hill so the college you know hired a dj and everything they allowed uh, students from mit to come but god since i was living in a dorm that time i could hear all the pre-game going on so the you know the students were kind of like drinking before the party that was wild the music was on until midnight because that was the policy of the college like We allow you to do this mm-hmm. until midnight. But if I'm not mistaken, two girls were taken to hospital by an ambulance because they got too drunk. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, young and stupid. Right. True. <laughs> That's what they are. Exactly. So, but let's let's talk about um, kind of, well, not maybe parties, but celebration of certain events. Mm-hmm. So what about birthday? So how is birthday usually celebrated, let's say, in your country? And how do you celebrate it now? Well, if we talk about children's party, um, the funny thing is there's always, it's almost like a rule that there has to be a clown because uh, the clown is basically the one to entertain all the kids. And there's always, you know, like balloons, um, party hats, uh, spaghetti will <laughs> will always be there. Uh, spaghetti? As as, yeah, really. <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's not, you know, it's not from the Philippines, but uh, in every party, there should be spaghetti. In 
if we talk about Filipino parties, birthday parties, that's when you know some somebody's celebrating his or her birthday. That For some is reason, so I, interesting. Yeah, I know. Spaghetti. <laughs> so distinct. But I don't know why, but it, it has become a, a part of our, you know, uh, party culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that's so I've never heard about it. Spaghetti for a party. Right? <laughs> interesting. And uh, of course, uh, lots of games because, you know, mm-hmm. it's a children's party. Um, and sometimes parents may be invited too um, mm-hmm. to, to have some games mm-hmm. um, that parents could join, mm-hmm. <laughs> could actually join. But uh, if we talk about uh, other parties for adults, yeah, um, it's mostly uh, with a bit of karaoke because, you know, Filipinos love singing. Mm-hmm. So uh, lots of music as well. And uh, I'm sorry to mention drinking again, but there okay, is that's, really that's drinking. That's part of our life. So yeah. what's that What's that to be ashamed of? Like, well, <laughs> that's just part of parties. Yeah. So lots of singing, dancing, um, drinking, eating, of course. And uh, what else? Uh, there could be games as well. Mm-hmm. Although the focus is more on, you know, it's more like a mu- musical party because there will be lots of singing. Mm-hmm. And um, if you have ca- uh, karaoke at home, it's even better <laughs> because everybody will want to sing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Inga, what about Armenia? I can say about singing. We dance. We dance oh. a lot. Armenian dances. Wow. We dance a lot. We have barbecue. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so during the children's parties, we have the clown as well. A lot of balloons. Oh, parents so are there. Right. We go to the cafes. For teenagers, we go to the restaurants. And if mm-hmm. we celebrate an anniversary or maybe we celebrate it at home just with parents or maybe mm-hmm. parents leave us. And we have dance, 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 dancing. So a lot. Dancing nation. Right. Wow. That's so cool. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of Russian uh, people would agree right now that when we were kids, somehow our birthday was never really our birthday, you know. Cause, what do you mean? Because parents. <laughs> exactly. So you can imagine you have a birthday. So it's your family, your relatives, usually your adult relatives who kind of, you know, start drinking and talking and you're like, okay, why do I have to see all these faces, you know, on yeah. my birthday? What about <laughs> celebrating me, me, uh. me? That's my birthday. But no, they bring gifts. Of course, there's always cake. But other than that, it's more of an adult event. It becomes mm. an adult event. I, I'm not sure about now because, you know, things change, of course. So I believe that, um, let's say my generation, so we who have kids now, we wouldn't do it this way. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it's going to be different, but I'm not sure. So, yeah. Mm. And by the way, while we're still at it, because we're talking about birthdays and part of your question is, like how, how do, do you we celebrate, celebrate yeah, birthdays? That yeah, was, I was going to, you know, remind you of that. Yeah. Ah, okay. What about now? How do you celebrate your birthday now, okay. nowadays? B- before I talk about how I celebrate it nowadays, um, just to give you an idea, um, before I was, um, how will I put it in a nice way? <sighs> anyway, the first thing that comes to mind is I was a bit self, I'm too hard on myself if I say this, but anyway, like <laughs> I was too obsessed with myself. I, I, I felt like if, you know, um, whenever I celebrated my birthday, it's my day. It's a special day. That's I would expect. That's called self-love, hon. Okay, yeah, that's better <laughs> than being self-obsessed. Anyway, so I felt like I I had the right to be treated special on that day, <laughs> and uh, you know, I I really had some expectations. Like there should be some kind of surprises, and you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed huge parties, like. Um, even in when I started working and I was earning my own money, then I would treat my friends to go to, say, for example, a restaurant or a club mm-hmm. maybe and pay for everyone because it's like, this is my birthday. So everybody should be happy mm-hmm. and we're going to have fun. Um, and I even wanted people to know that it was actually my birthday on mm-hmm. that day. Aww. And I would expect messages, <laughs> phone calls, um, Things like that. But it's funny because right now, if I can be really honest, I don't even want people to know that it's my birthday. Oh my God, why? I don't want to celebrate it. If if I celebrate it, I want to celebrate it only with one person or maybe maximum, you know, um, two Mm -hmm. with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In some quiet place, in a restaurant, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. Values change, I think. That's fine. Right. 
And I don't even care if people don't remember my birthday because to mm-hmm. be honest with you, th- here's the thing. Um, I feel guilty whenever people greet me on my birthday, but when it's their birthday, <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. huh? It's your birthday today? Oh, okay. <laughs> really, that's that's why now, uh, now um, when people don't know or forget about my birthday, cool, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be, you know, offended. I wouldn't be upset. Um, well, so. luckily, social media don't let us forget about people's <laughs> birthdays these days. Thank you, Facebook. So you didn't even um, wait for us to uh, celebrate, to congratulate you on your birthday, remember? Yeah, really. <gasps> I, Did you run away before me? No, he was no, no, sitting no. in a room, so we opened it. Happy birthday. Yeah. Just sang a song. Not expecting Presenting. anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. It was Interesting. Nice. <laughs> so now you don't really celebrate it. Yeah. Inga, what about you? Oh, I like my birthday, really. So my old teenagers, my students, I don't know why. They remember this day. Their parents remember. Two years ago, if I'm not mistaken, I got a cake, special cake covered with the picture of Big Apple School. Can you wow. remember? It was something amazing. So we oh, yeah, I think ate I remember this that. cake. It was At really least tasty, right? That's so sweet. It is so sweet. So I, I get a lot of cards, a lot of presents, flowers I get. So their parents call Aww. me and celebrate. It's so cute. I really like it. Aww. So like not for presents, but mm-hmm. I like uh, for attention. For mm-hmm. that they remember this day. They try to um, just uh, celebrate me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really nice. How do you celebrate a birthday? Do you? Um, actually, I do it at home mm-hmm. with my relatives, with my family. Do you so bake a cake? Re- of course. Of wow. course. Yourself? Myself. <gasps> oh, Myself. That's lovely. Really. That's lovely. And I... Uh, it's kind of difficult to answer this question now because I've been living on and off, you know, in Russia and in the US for the last three years, three, four years. So it's kind of difficult because... Uh, two, well, yeah, what is like three years ago, two years I spent in the US. Last year I was here, but was it, was I on quarantine, under quarantine? No, I wasn't. So it wasn't much, you know, just, um, we just spent some time, had a dinner with my parents. So this year I really, I love my birthday. So let's, let, let me be fair. I really mm-hmm. love it. And I'm one of those annoying people who are like, <laughs> my birthday's in a week. My birthday's in a week. Oh, I'm the same. Because <laughs> I don't know. I really love it. And um, this year, my birthday's in a month. Um, and I have decided to have a celebration. So the thing is that in Novosibirsk, there's this culinary school kind of, so that organized, you know, some kind of uh, workshops or lessons. So I'm getting my best friends and we are having having a lesson, you know, kind of, so where we are taught how to cook something. So it's a huge kitchen. You all get your own set of, you know, of ingredients. So you follow the chef's instructions. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want, you can have a glass of wine while you're doing it. So, you know, and you can choose uh, and make both an entree and a dessert. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I love that. Mm. So for this birthday celebration, we're going to be cooking. Wow. <laughs> under the super- yeah, and under the supervision of a professional chef. So Great. I like these things, you know, experiences. So for the... Amazing. I wanted to have a tradition actually of spending my birthday weekend uh, in New York City. But well, COVID is a bitch who ruined my plans. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> So, yeah, but that's about um, birthday. Now, what about graduation when you when you leave school? Is that celebrated anyhow? That's uh, actually one of the biggest events. Ooh. Um, and it's, uh, I would say, um, a must celebrated event um, in the Philippines uh, as far as we're concerned. Because for us, that is a life achievement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not everyone can go to school and um, to even finish, you know, one's education. So that is, uh, that's always a big celebration. Mm-hmm. And it's always a source of pride for the parents that they were able to, you know, have their children graduate from school. Mm-hmm. And so um, there is always a huge party. And it's almost like it's announced to the community that, hey, we have a, a son or a daughter who's finishing uh, uh, or, or is having a graduation this weekend. So 
hey, uh, if you want to come to our house, you're invited. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. is this graduation party a family party? I mean, because let's say in Russia, when you graduate, there's a huge party of the whole mm. year that celebrates. So for example, you have three uh, classes. So it's like 90 people, it's 100 people. And it's a big celebration of all of them. So usually some kind of a restaurant is rented out, is rented. You know, there are MCs, so the music, everything like that. But it's not that common to celebrate it in a family because, you know, mm. the kids are going to celebrate it all together, all hundred of them. So, but in the Philippines, it's... It's more of a family thing because mm-hmm. it's a source of, a you know, the mm-hmm. parents' pride. So, but not the way you celebrate it here. Like the whole, mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, graduating batch. No. After the uh, ceremony itself, we leave individually each uh-huh. family to his okay. own to have their own celebration. Wow, that's so different, but right. so interesting. Yeah. Oh, I've just realized I should ask my friends about the US because I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in Russia, it's big, you know, and everyone's crazy. Why? Because uh, usually girls, you know, have some kind of dresses for the ceremony when they get the, mm-hmm. you know, the certificate or whatever. And then they usually change to even if, even you know, more f- Fancy dress, fancy dress maybe. Right, to go to the restaurant. Yeah, and then they go to the restaurant, you know, to show off, like woohoo and party. Mm-hmm. Dress to kill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what about Armenia? Actually? Oh, we have a big celebration, of course. So relatives come to congratulate, bring a lot of presents. But family, actually, the family of this kid, of this teenager, presents a piece of jewelry. A ring mm. uh, for girls, uh, oh, something mm-hmm. unusual for boys. Just a, it can be a necklace or something mm-hmm. like that, or a bracelet. I don't know. So girls get a ring, gold ring. So it is really amazing, Aww. and it's like something a, a new life begins mm-hmm. with a new a piece, a new piece of jewelry. Aww. So we celebrate it. We rent a restaurant. Children go to restaurant, and uh, parents, relatives gather together at home, maybe, mm-hmm. or they go to another restaurant. So not to yeah, not to, you know, yeah. Kids, be, you know, let them kids kids. Let, let them yeah. have let them their alone. own party. Them, you know, let them alone <laughs> without supervision. Ooh, and what about weddings? Oh my god. Oh, Inga's going to shine right now. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know everybody knows about it. Armenian weddings that are really big. So really it's big. Like- I had a just a separate conversation, separate just podcast about Armenian weddings uh, traditions. So we had a, we have a lot of guests, 200, 300 guests in a restaurant. Can you imagine that? A oh lot my of goodness. food, dances, dances, dances. Sure. So um, uh, everybody's happy. So everyone dances there. So children, mm-hmm. uh, adults, it doesn't matter. And of course, uh, they bring gift cards. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. just generally, they give uh, present gift cards. Mm-hmm. So relatives present um, jewelry, pieces of jewelry. Right? Okay. Right? So, but neighbors, maybe friends, they present gift cards with some sum of money. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually, you know, convenient. It's convenient to buy whatever you want to buy. You need to buy. So it's really convenient, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, weddings in my country, it depends on the budget. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, <that laughs> because, um, of course, for those who are more modest, they would prefer to have what you call civil wedding, which mm-hmm. actually happens in like a, a government building and then, you know, the signing of uh, the documents basically. Mm-hmm. And they would just either go to uh, just a small restaurant if they want it to be a little more private or just go straight home and, you know, do the celebration there with just a few guests, uh, mm-hmm. mainly mm-hmm. Uh, family and relatives. Mm-hmm. But if we talk about those who can really afford and let's say uh, not just really afford but if we talk about traditional filipino weddings uh we picture it happening in a church um Mm -hmm. firstly let me say that uh, the philippines is a predominantly roman catholic country uh, as influenced by the spaniards so we want uh and uh, our view of marriage is this is holy it's Mm -hmm. you know god uh, puts you together and it has to be a huge celebration and it has to be done first in the church where you exchange your vows where mm-hmm. there is the priest um, yeah with all that till death do us part exactly and it's oh my god the church itself is well decorated um, there's this uh, long red carpet in mm-hmm. the middle uh, and then lots of guests 
um, well wishers as well. And then after that, we go to the reception, depending on where they would want it. Uh, to be held say for mm-hmm. example uh, on the beach I I, uh, I remember my friend she had it in Boracay uh, this, this mm-hmm. is a you know a huge beautiful island in the Philippines so um, lots of guests lots of activities again I'm sorry for mentioning drinking again <laughs> oh yeah that's like the, the biggest part of a Russian wedding you know so and, there are no parties without any kind of alcohol I guess right yeah I mean oh well and mm-hmm. uh and uh if we talk about the like the old old tradition where the couple would dance uh, to a music and then each one uh each of the guests they will have to pin some bills like money mm-hmm. onto the dress of the oh. uh, the bride and the groom as well actually both oh um, my goodness i'm going to google it you yeah know. really but you know it's kind of like um how will i put it like Embarrassing at times if you just, you know, pin in a small amount of money because yeah, it's public. Everyone, yeah, can, everyone see. can see it. Yeah. <laughs> really. Oh my goodness. Oh God. So I don't know. Thank God I don't live in that generation mm-hmm. where it's really somewhat required. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, if we talk about modern w- weddings, we, I would, well, I, I haven't seen that for a long while. So I suppose we're not really strictly observing this mm-hmm. tradition anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think traditional Russian wedding is a, I'm sorry, but it's a nightmare to my opinion, <laughs> to my mind. Why do you think so? Well, because, uh, you know, a traditional one, the way it used to be and maybe the way it is now, you know, you have lots of people. And the thing is that everyone sits, you know, at, the, at a designated place, so you can't really move. Lots of food. Then the bride and the groom, they sit, you know, at the at a certain part of the room, at the middle of the table. Then you have a horrible AMC and master of ceremonies who would make, you know, the cheesiest jokes <laughs> ever. That there's some kind of contest, you know. I don't like the contest. I, I hate them. Everybody no does. And then a lot of alcohol and most people get drunk and ugh, no. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of planning my wedding right now. And I'm like, we are not having any of that stuff. It's going to be, you know, maybe some kind of an arch, five, six people max. Uh, well, given that it's going to be in another country, mm-hmm. I do think that it's going to be five, six people max. Maybe some, you know, some not snacks, but some kind of meals that are easy to grab and go, you know, just circulate and talk mm-hmm. to people. Right. Maybe some, okay, maybe some signature drinks, you know, something like that. But that's it. Not a huge gathering, nothing like that. Just cute ceremony. That's, that's modern family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, now I think uh, that it's always better to keep it, you know, keep it quiet, keep it small, but then maybe mm-hmm. go travel, you know. Why not? To save some money. Exactly. Like, you know, to have a honeymoon, for example. So, yeah. Why not? I actually like that idea. And if I were to be married someday, I would want it to be like that. Because uh, I, I don't know, it, you know, it's funny because now I have become more private and I, I, I don't like big groups anymore. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Especially, you know, it's your special day. So why yeah. invite people who you don't maybe know really well? Yeah. And with spending a lot of money, I have chosen my dress already. But, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I know that it's like a year before before the event. But and I'm like, I'm not spending more than like $150. That's mm. the max. Like, no, you know, these crazy thousand of dollars dresses right. or whatever. Like, no, no. Throwing away. Exactly. You just wear it once. I have chosen the one that I can kind of, you know, cut late and wear it in the summer. <laughs> yeah. Pragmatic. Pragmatic. Yeah. So there are a lot of people mm-hmm. on my wedding day. So I, I, I don't see them. I, I, I didn't know about them. Just I, it's something crazy. So yeah. I, I don't see them. Never, never. So in Armenia, then it's gift cards that are gifted to the new Actually, lives. yes. In the Philippines, it's money. Well, used to be, but well, if we talk about modern um, weddings, mm-hmm. now we can give something in kind. So it can be uh, mostly... Um, Things that are needed in the house. Mm -hmm. I think in Russia nowadays, it's mostly money, Mm. which is, again, convenient. I know that in the U.S., you know, some people don't want to give money. You know, they want something more 
physical maybe. <laughs> so in this case, the couple has a registry. So they go to a website of a shop, create a special web list, uh, wish list, sorry, wish list that is called like a registry. And then people choose what they want to present on this website mm, so that according other, to their budget exactly mm. and other guests can actually see what is already taken so they mm. don't buy it too and oh, usually great. when you create this registry you put you know some minor things some big things so you know depending on the budget mm -hmm. some people mm. might cooperate maybe mm -hmm. so it's really yeah. convenient and then in the end you get what you want exactly you know what you want even the color because everything is on the wish list I think it's smart. Great idea. Very practical. <laughs> Very. You have this list, Kate. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, for my five people that are coming to my wedding. <laughs> yeah. So, and what about other types of parties? Because we've mentioned uh, birthday, wedding, graduation. Now, what about these strange modern parties um, that are like gender reveal parties or baby showers? What's your attitude yes, to we them? we have this kind of parties. Gender you do? reveal parties, right? Yes. Oh. I didn't have it, but I my kind friend of... had it. So, they, uh, the doctor just put down, uh, wrote the uh -huh. gender on a piece of paper and put it into an envelope and passed it to the confectioner to make a cake uh, with the filling, with the flavor of, I don't know, blue or blue for boys, pink for yeah, yeah, girls. Yeah. So at the party, so there were a lot of balloons, pink and blue. There were a lot of people, um, relatives, all of them were waiting to cut, cut the, the cake. cake. Yes, and see the gender. So it was a boy, actually. So they were really happy because Armenians like boys. Oh, I don't know why. <laughs> I think now people, you know, uh, taking it to another level. So it's not always the cake. Some people have, you know, a balloon. Yes, they balloon have to right. go, like, you know, kind of uh, have a needle, you know, to pick, yes, pick to at it. it then then it pops and then you have something mm -hmm. like inside. So, yeah, it, it, there are so many ways to do that now. But, you know, I, I find this interesting because... Um, I, I don't think we have such a thing traditionally because um, it, it, it was never the case that we would want to reveal the gender of our, mm -hmm. you know, like child um, in a very public way such that we there has to be a party. But I would say that it, I, it's a recent thing, I guess, that has entered our mm -hmm. culture because little by little, I would see videos on YouTube, Filipino families who would have such uh, parties. But if we are going to be strict and, you know, go back in time, I don't even think it existed before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's a very recent trend right. that has it's come from, from the US, I think. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, now that we all have social media, you know, we kind of see the ideas that exist somewhere else. Because I only saw this uh, on Instagram, you know, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, what's that? Oh, that what it is. So, yeah. All right. And what about bachelor or bachelorette party? Have you ever been to one? I wish I'd been to one, but <laughs> <laughs> well... Obviously, I haven't. But, um, you know, if any of my friends would invite me, well, why not? <laughs> I'd be happy to, you know, attend one. Mm -hmm. So I have never been again. So like, uh, can't, none of I us can't, has. I can't. Neither have I. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> if anyone's getting married soon, please invite us. We want to see what it's like. Yeah. All right. So and we kind of have touched upon it, you know, the big well, one of the biggest attributes of a party gifts. So we've talked about uh, wedding gifts, but um, what about birthday gifts, actually? So is it common? So do you need to bring a gift to a B-Day party? And what do you usually present? You know, I think it is like an unwritten rule that if somebody celebrates his or her birthday and you're invited to some kind of a party, then you ought to take with you some presents. Mm -hmm. And um, in my country, normally we just bring something that will be of use to the person. Mm -hmm. Although we also have the option of um, giving him or her money. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as we're concerned, if you give money, it's, um, I'm sorry to say this, but it's, it looks a bit lazy because it, it's like not like... Like you haven't like, put any thought in it. You didn't yeah, put much thought in Exactly. And that's why uh, it would mean more to us if you actually, you know, gave us something that is probably something that we really like. Mm -hmm. Say, for example, um, uh, uh, as simple as a notebook with the color that we prefer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or it could be a pen. It could be a perfume, something that we really like. Mm -hmm. But if it's money, uh, it's not like it's not appreciated. It's just that 
okay, money, sure, thanks. <sighs> At least you know you uh, bothered to give something as a present. Interesting. So is it the same in Armenia? Oh, uh, actually, relatives know what to present, so they know what you need. So, um, of course, uh, my husband knows what I want to have. Mm-hmm. So it is. Um, he always gives me what I want, what I need. But uh, the others try to guess what you need. Mm-hmm. So they don't bring money. No, they just try to choose something. Oh, so but never yes. money. Never money. No, I don't know nowadays. I don't know nowadays. Maybe something has changed in Armenia. I don't know. But um, in particular, in our family, it's something just mm-hmm. n- not money. No. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, again, I think I think in Russia it, it varies from family to family. Like in my in my family, my parents usually um, presented me some money, but my sister never, never. She's like, uh, uh-uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose something. <laughs> but then um, it's interesting that in the U.S., you know, um, it's not expected of you to bring a gift if you have a birthday party. Actually, oh. so you can bring booze, so mm-hmm. a bottle of wine or something like that, but you're not expected to bring a gift. Which is shocking to my Russian heart and soul, you know, like how how come that you are coming to a birthday party? How could you? Exactly. So, and I remember when uh, when my partner had a birthday and um, they invited, you know, people, only us Russians actually brought, you know, <laughs> to, gifts to, to bring you. Everyone's like, let us guess. So these three gifts are from the Russians because nobody else brought a gift. And I was so surprised, like how, but... But it's a birthday. You should right. celebrate a person. Right. Put some yeah. effort. Oh, yeah, no. Strange. Strange, but true. I mean, if I get money as a present, I'm totally fine. Because I always know, you know, what I want to get. Yeah. So the I'll color, get that anyway. The shape, the size, of course. So it oh. won't go. And by the way, just to be clear, I, I'm also okay with money. <laughs> <laughs> to anyone listening, I'm okay with money. Donations are accepted at this <laughs> What I said earlier was just the, you know, the general thing with us Filipinos that, mm-hmm. you know, we prefer something in kind instead of money. But, uh, you know, I can accept cash. <laughs> <laughs> be free. <laughs> cash and direct deposits always welcome. <laughs> I can give you my, you know, bank account. So. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you know what? It might be a joke, but last year when it was quarantine time, that's exactly what I did. So I couldn't organize a party. I'm like, hey, that's my birthday. If anyone wants to make me a little bit happier, here's the number of my card. (laughs) Joke's on you. I bought 19 books for that money. So, I mean, why not? If people can't, they won't. But if people make you happy, but don't want to make you happy, but don't know how. You know, why not? Mm -hmm. The art of asking. There's a way out. (laughs) Exactly. But I really want to ask you now. What has been your best, well, first best gift you've ever received? <gasps> Go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> I, should remember I think that was a gasp of surprise <laughs> rather than who I I'm have a really surprise to get this question. I, I did actually remember my first gift. First gift when, Kate? No, the, when? Best, the best. The best, the best gift. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I should I should have the sound effect of like cricket. Okay, I'm really Crickets. impressed by this bracelet that you can see. It's just gold bracelet from my husband mm-hmm. on our 10th anniversary of marriage. Mm-hmm. So it was a surprise. He knew that I wanted to have this one. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that he's going to present. So it was, uh, so the day, on this day, uh, I, so it was late in the evening. So mm-hmm. he presented all the flowers. Oh, he waited until late yes. in the wow. evening. So you he don't. He presented like- all the flowers and nothing. So I was, oh, okay. Flowers, <laughs> flowers, okay. So late at night when the jeweler brought, so it was just ordered. Oh. Ordered one. Uh, brought uh, this bracelet. He came and said, "Congratulations!" It was so. Oh my uh, god! It was so cute so to get this one, and I just I'm wearing it always every day. I can say so. It's it's really the best one I can remember right now. Okay, uh, I guess <laughs> it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. Um, the, well, the only thing that I can say that I was really, really surprised and was very pleased to receive was when I was a child and I said it 
in one of our episodes before, it was uh, like basically a furniture mm-hmm. <laughs> table and chairs for my action figures for Spider-Man, Hooray! Batman, etc. Oh. That was the best uh, <laughs> present I received as a child. Now, as an adult, um, because to you know, to be honest with you, for me, it's the thought that counts. So, mm-hmm. uh, of course, I do appreciate uh, presents, but I don't. Um, how will I put it? Like I don't give much value to them but mm-hmm. it would be nice it, well it, it is always a, a pleasant feeling if somebody remembers to even you know give you something on your birthday but um as an, because you know i have changed i have mm-hmm. matured i don't even drink anymore so <laughs> i'm not a i'm not a party animal anymore so i think so long as you remember it even though um i don't remember your birthday for example <laughs> if we talk about friends um, I can I can appreciate it with mm-hmm. um, with or without uh, a present. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm just I have I have I have changed. All right. <laughs> I think in my case there are two best gifts that are totally different. So one of them was three years ago when my partner at the time took me to New York City for my birthday. Wow. I was like, oh my God, are you you for real? So yeah, and it was actually, it was also my first time in New York City. So it was fantastic, even though we didn't get to see much because we, instead of four hours of driving, we spent almost seven hours of driving because of traffic. So, but yet it was just fantastic to see all the skyscrapers with your own eyes, you know. Great. I loved it so much. It must have been really special. It was, it was. So my first, the weather was horrible, I gotta say, but I didn't care. I'm like, I finally saw saw all of it. (laughs) And then the second gift, um, so the thing is that I have no idea who I got it from because we, uh, I think it was, yeah, five years ago, um, we had a secret Santa with one of the groups that I was teaching and my secret Santa got me a five-year notebook. So basically it has 365 pages, each page a question. So, and you answer it every year. So, and the thing is that it's not, it's not a big, you know, it's not a big deal basically, but I now... I'm now in my fifth year of that notebook and I can reread the answers, see what changed, how my opinion on things have changed. Sometimes I answer the same way five years in a row, but some of the questions I see how much I have changed. So, and it's just so precious, you know, this little thing that you didn't, you didn't Mm -hmm. think would be, you know, something valuable, but now it has a lot of emotional value, I would say. So I want to keep it. Of course. And now I kind of want to find something like that because 2021 is the last year that I'm keeping it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I want to get something like that so that I can keep track of how I have changed and how things have happened. So yeah. (laughs) It's a very special present. Special present. Right. I have no, I have no clue who out of my students was my secret Santa. So if you're listening, secret Santa, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) See, this is one of the best gifts I've ever had in my entire life. And I have one one last question, actually. So what do you think about recycling gifts? So recycling gifts is when you get a gift, you don't like it, so you give it to somebody else. So what is your opinion of that? Well, personally, I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, Okay, I know people might, you know, think that it's a bit maybe disrespectful in a way because that present was um, given to you um, for you and probably was made for you. Um, okay, here's my thing. Um, I appreciate presents because it was made or, you know, um, it's a product of someone's thoughtfulness and mm-hmm. they really care about you because they want you to feel special on your birthday. Uh, or it could be Christmas or whatever uh, occasion. But, um, <laughs> okay, instead of getting rid of the present, when I say get rid, simply throw it away or to not use it, which mm-hmm. is even worse for me because, mm-hmm. you know, um, what's the point if you're not going to use it? Yeah. Then I might as well give it away to someone who may need it. Mm-hmm. So personally, and please don't judge me, <laughs> um, I am open to the idea of recycling presents. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, uh, I've done it before. But of course, I made sure that, uh, you know, I gave it to someone that this person who gave the present to me didn't know because yeah because it would even be, though it's okay right. you know yeah if, if they you find out about guilty, it yeah. they would be oh yeah you, you can just imagine yeah 
Inga, what's your opinion? Um, um, sometimes I think it's offensive. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I know that I have got the same one, mm-hmm. the same color, size, For example, shape, yeah. so my friend needs it, I can share it. Of course, why not? Mm-hmm. So, but uh, even I know that, so it's a, uh, just something valuable and mm-hmm. this person wants me to have it of course i have it even i don't don't use it but i mm-hmm. have it i keep it well yeah so it, just, it depends on what it is and what um, and who from once i got right. uh, beautiful silver earrings from my grandma but it was something just not for a teenager for mm-hmm. an adult so my mom liked it a lot so i said okay you can wear them if you want until so i become an adult my grandma oh my god you didn't like my weird earrings so why don't you wear them so i said my mom is wearing so for some time so I'm yeah, going I just to take them back later maybe when I grow up yeah so so it happened mm-hmm. I gave it to my mom but still there are some things that you don't like color shape I don't know so it was even yeah. maybe you have had already mm-hmm. true it's okay that's why I like the uh, the American tradition kind of the American way of doing it so they present gifts with a gift receipt on a gift receipt you don't see the sum of money but if you don't like it you can take it back to the store and exchange oh, it for something. Great one. And then in there, only at the store, when you say, I want to exchange it, you choose something else and then they say, okay, mm-hmm. you need to pay, let's say like $20 more or mm-hmm. you still have mm-hmm. some, you know, value left, but you can't exchange it back for money. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for well, something amazing. It is because for example, I had, I remember I had a new year gift and it was a dress and a sweater, but the dress was way too big. So I kind of couldn't wear it, but there was mm-hmm. a gift receipt. So I went to the store Got the same very dress, but in a smaller size. Ta-da! Everyone's so everyone happy. Is happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, there are so many things we could have talked about, you know. But so, um, I would like to ask you one last maybe question. So, uh, I don't really want to mention, you know, what we've discussed because listeners know already. But what? is the main idea that you have got from this episode. Maybe the most surprising thing. So what are you going to remember this episode by? Traditions, some traditions from the Philippines. Oh, I guess. of course. In my case, <laughs> about Armenia, Russia, when it comes to weddings or celebrating parties, those yeah. things. Yeah, a lot, of, <laughs> a, a, a lot of new things, I guess. I think, the main, I think the main thing I'm going to get from this podcast is that one... Recycling gifts is totally fine. <laughs> Don't be offended right. by it. And two, spaghetti on a Filipino <laughs> party. That's going to stick in my head, really. <laughs> or maybe 200 or 300 people at wedding, Armenian wedding. Yeah, so I've been surprised oh, about that since no, the previous for episode. For me, it's the dances. I, I didn't know yes, that dances. your culture is so much into dancing. Mm-hmm. That's we really, music, really interesting dances, for me. And yeah. everyone dances. Yeah. And I can confess I dance really well. Wow. <laughs> well, I hope our listeners also have found something, you know, interesting and learned something new. Let us know what it was. What surprised you most, you know, about today's episode? And what do you think about gifts and parties? Are you a party animal? Let us know. Maybe we can throw a party, you know, together. <laughs> you never know. So, all right. So that was the Big Apple School podcast. And... I would like to thank you for listening. And remember, if you struggle to understand our conversation, you're always welcome to our website, which is bigappleschool.com slash podcast. You can find full scripts of each episode there so you can listen and read. And it's very helpful. Also, if you want to get more content, which will help you learn English, you can follow us on social media, such as Instagram, as I've mentioned, VK, YouTube, Telegram, just search our name, Big Apple School. So that was Katya. And my guests for today were... Ken and Inga. Stay tuned and we'll see you around.